0: Hey, welcome to hey ASBUT.
1: Welcome.
2: The only supernatural podcast where none of the people on it have had to come out as straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm your host, Ari. <laughs> Definitely not straight. And also never had to come out as it.
1: Coming out as straight, what a concept. What? That's a hell of a concept. It, that's like that's like a um that's like a phrase from the uh, This is the future liberals want Yeah it's very much oh, you got that political cartoon.
2: like a, a Trevor Project <laughs> PSA where it's like Imagine a world where your child Had to come out as straight What would that look oh like God. <laughs> That it cuts to a sepia Filter and a bunch of kids being like Mom, dad I have something to tell you <laughs> What a world Yes,
1: Actually me- Everything's in color, but then as soon as, as the kid says the words I'm straight, everything goes to black and white. Yeah, no colors oh, it's, it's for like,
0: you. <laughs> it's reverse pleasantville. <laughs> what? Oh hell.
2: No son of mine is gonna be straight in this house and then they kick him out. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, why are we talking about that? Travis? Travis, why are we talking uh, Travis? Why are we talking about that?
1: Because Misha Collins had to correct himself and tell people that he was, in fact, a straight man.
2: Oh, indeed he did. We're a little late on this because we didn't record for like a week. Um, yeah.
1: But you didn't notice.
2: Yeah, that was a secret to you. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. fine, but or
1: unless unless you're in our Discord server and you know that we we were a, we we recorded a week ahead.
2: Yeah, look, here's the thing. Okay, this supernatural news broke for like ten seconds. I was like, oh, holy shit. Oh, okay, well, I guess if any of the main three were going to be bisexual, it would be Misha. And then, like two seconds later, he was like, <laughs> I've. D- I apologize for any hurt that I have caused I did not mean to li- I don't know what his actual like apology said But um Yeah so Misha Collins was at a supernatural Fan convention And I saw the video It's very like Weird Basically he's like who here has ADHD who here's Bisexual who here is Sad or whatever And then he's like I'm oh, all three. okay and that that was the um coming out and then he had to uncome out. So uh and people were kind of mad about it. Like I don't think he's I being mean, canceled or anything, but
1: Yeah, no, I can I can understand um oh, he wrote a five tweet thread about this. Good lord. <sighs> That's a little too much. Um,
2: Misha, you're doing too much. A five but tweet so- thread?
0: No, come on What is that, 700 characters? Come on, Misha
1: (laughs) Yeah, basically he was just like I am sorry that I misspoke And it was supposed to be like Kind of a misdirection What? uh, And he didn't mean to like uh, What's the word? What's that word? Appropriate the lgbtqia plus community
2: okay legitimately in
1: in so many words yeah
2: i will you read the whole thread because i'm curious about the oh, the, the timber okay <laughs> i if
1: since you asked so nicely read, I please will. read it i'll read it in my misha collins
2: oh voice. my god
1: i want to deeply know no, do,
2: it in, <laughs> do it in a cast voice Okay, just do it in your regular voice.
1: I wanted okay, so this is quote Misha Collins, uh, 504 p.m., April 25th, 2022, Twitter web app, uh, twitter.com slash Misha Collins slash status. Slash one five one eight seven one two four okay two five four I gotta make sure we got
2: it we got wait. it I gotta do
1: my MLA format bibliography no.
0: we do Chicago style here bitch <laughs> just just anyway.
1: out the tweet <laughs> okay he he says quote. I want to deeply apologize for misspeaking this weekend at a fan convention in New Jersey. When I was talking uh, with the audience, I said that I was all three things—an introvert, an extrovert, and a bisexual. Uh, my clumsy intention was to wave off my w- was to wave off actually discussing my sexuality, but I badly fumbled that and understand that it was seen as me coming out as bisexual. This was not my intention, so I need to correct for the record. I am not bisexual. I ha- <laughs> I happen to be straight, but I am also a fierce ally. And the thing I want to, t- and the last thing I want to do is falsely co-opt the struggles of the LGBTQIA+ community. I believe and fully support that we need to san- sanctify the human right to express our identities honestly and to be free to love whomever we choose openly. I am deeply sorry for the cum- clumsiness of my language. I want to be a better ally, and I feel sick to my stomach that I might have done anything to make things worse. I'm trying to learn, trying to do better, and I will keep listening. Thanks, and I'm sorry, Misha. You
2: piece of shit! No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: But I mean, yeah, like I, I, I understand where his like fumble was. Yeah. And mm. I, and it, I, I think. I think the real issue lies in parasocial relationships. Yes. Yeah.
2: I also think it kind of lies in like, well, this is also like getting into the parasocial relationship thing. It kind of lies in, so people start shipping Cass and Dean, Mm -hmm. and then people start shipping Misha Collins and Jensen Ackles, even though... Both of these guys are straight and married to women and also real mm-hmm. people. so that the RPF right real piss real people fanfic has always kind of wigged me out. it,
1: it makes me very uncomfortable yeah yeah. I, I recently learned about thomas the Thomas Sanders fandom. Yes. Stuff, do you know about this?
2: I not really. I Okay, so does that count as RPF? Because Thomas Sanders has like a bunch of characters he does, right?
1: Right, and that's what it is. Yeah. Well, look, so I don't I don't know if it counts as RPF, but it gives me that RPF feeling and I don't
2: like. I it. think it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so fandom on the one hand can be like a truly beautiful thing and can really inspire some crazy shit. Like, we dunk on Super Hulock, but I actually think Super Hulock is interesting because people were like, we're going to do this entire crossover thing, and then they went and wrote stories about it, you know? Like, yeah. they created fiction, sometimes very long fiction stories about all these different shows that would normally never interact um,
1: like as a work of cr- of communal creativity, yes. Super Hulock is amazing. Um, but it is also hilarious to dunk. Oh on yeah, and it's <laughs> also because it's the nerdiest shit also on the planet.
2: Cringe AF, but like <laughs> it is kind of interesting that it exists. And I said Super Hulock because that's what I could think of immediately. But there are tons of examples, some of which I'm genuinely curious in.
1: Oh, I literally, okay, like, as of the recording of this video, Sarah Zed uh, has posted a video about, like, geek culture, especially the rise of it starting in 2012. Mm -hmm. And I'm only about 30 minutes into it, and she's already covered a lot of that stuff. Like, she's talked about Super Hulock and, like, Tumblr fandom and the general, like... All that kind of stuff is very fascinating. It's extremely fascinating. Um, Um,
2: Yeah. You know what is actually a really good example of this? Omegaverse. And what's crazy to me about Omegaverse is that there is now a subgenre of, you know, romance novels that are Omegaverse fiction. And I know they exist because I keep getting fucking ads for them despite the (laughs) fact that I do not read anything Omegaverse. (laughs)
1: Hmm, I think your algorithm says your search history proves otherwise. Oh, what my search
2: history proves is that I spend an unhealthy amount of time on AO3.com, which is true. And I think they're just conflating the two things. Here's what it is. I have an (laughs) AO3.com account and a Webtoons (laughs) account. And Google's Uh, like, oh, I know. I know exactly what they
1: need. Your your ad algorithm is like ha ah, ha ha ha. You know who else has a look at who we have here
2: and Ao3 account perverts <laughs> and they're right, but in a different <laughs> way. Um But Ao like Omegaverse is so influential, and it started with supernatural RPF fanfics, so circled it back around. <sighs> nice, but yeah. Um, Going back to the issue at hand, Misha, as a bi bisexual who never in their life has ever been tempted to like be like "Just kidding guys, <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna file this under the "This is not a big deal, right?
1: Yeah, no, this is literally just a Hey guys, sorry I misspoke. Uh, Again, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all it is. It's not that deep.
2: I... Yeah, I just don't think it's that deep. What do you think, Ben?
0: I really don't have an opinion, so I guess it's not that deep. There we go. Like, like I don't know. I think the man just got stuck in what... With- a lot of people wanted and then he was he tried to do the right thing and then he just flubbed. Yeah. I I think that's what happened.
2: I just I do not this is one of those things where it's like I cannot imagine anyone being hurt by this in a serious way. Other than mm-hmm. like I don't know, conservative reactionary conservatives who were like, see, bisexuals are lying or whatever. But I don't I I don't know if anyone who would who would take that route in like a good faith argument, like I don't know of anyone who would see Misha Collins do this and be like, like actually believe that it's the same as, you know, someone quote unquote successfully completing conversion therapy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I I just, I, I don't think there's going to be really any harm, like any serious harm yeah. that comes from it, other than maybe some fans uh some bisexual fans getting their hearts broken
0: i mean look at how much of the world has been on fire for so long yes it's kind of nice to have something to be up in arms about that really isn't yeah life death or a rights issue
2: yes yes and i
0: feel like that's why a lot of people are just like leaning into that i will
2: say the memes have been very very funny Oh, yeah. um,
0: that that's exactly that just proves my point further. <laughs> God,
2: the memes have been so fucking hilarious. Uh my favorite one is from Cast Theology on Supernat or on Tumblr. Is anyone else by or is it just me and that guy from Supernatural and then somebody
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> And then somebody uh uh reblogged, I guess it's just you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I I saw that like ten yeah. times in the same day and every time I saw it, it got me. Oh better. my god, it's mm-hmm. so
2: fucking funny. It's
1: just like guess it's just
2: you. <laughs> Some of the tags are hilarious too. Uh meme archive for future generations. Um <laughs> straight Misha Collins tag. Oh god. Oh, well. It's just uh it's peak honestly kudos to Misha Collins for like coming out and being like "Eh, I'm just kidding because uh if I had made that misstep I just would have gone with it until the end of time y'all would have been like man Ari is bisexual and you would be right but if I were straight you know I just. I mean, like,
1: yeah, it it would have been so easy to play off, like, "Yeah, I'm bisexual, but I love my wife." So, y'all get over it.
2: Exactly. It's not like anyone's going to show up at his house and be like, "Um, yes, we're the bisexual brigade, and you have to suck some dick, sir, before you can get your." I don't know you. Well,
1: you never know. That might have happened. mm -hmm.
2: I mean, it happened to me, but I assume. (laughs) (laughs) I assume it's different when you're married.
1: Yeah, I think so. This
2: is also a good... Well, maybe not a good time. This is a time to bring up the (laughs) fact that Misha Collins' wife has a book about threesomes. Have we discussed that?
1: We have. I I feel like we've touched on it.
2: Um, So, like, when it happened, I think I saw a Tumblr post that was like, yeah, why are we really surprised? And honestly, yeah, why are we really surprised? You may not be bisexual, Misha Collins, but you can still be sexually ambiguous.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's good enough in my book. Well. Fair enough. We're going to be ending this first section on a low note.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Because the other piece of Supernatural news that happened recently is that Jared Padalecki got into a really bad wreck.
1: So apparently, the the wreck itself was really bad. Apparently, he was able to walk away from. Oh, it good. Because he was not the driver.
2: Good, good, good. Well, oh, oh, good. and okay. so I,
1: I actually just looked this up, and as of yesterday, like the Texas Texas DOT, uh, released the like info about the crash. Yeah. So here's what, um, I hate that I'm looking at TMZ for this, but it's the only website that didn't make me turn my ad blocker off. Yeah. Um, they, they
0: they know what they're about. I
1: mean, there's still ads though. (laughs) Like it's not that great. Uh, but so, um, it said, according to the accident report, Jared was one of four people who were knocked around, uh, that night. Oh, also the car was a Tesla um after this the tesla they were all cruising in jumped over a concrete wall on a left turn and then smashed against the utility pole um, is it one of the self-driving there's... ones i don't i don't yeah. know
0: they're i think they're all self-driving oh uh, you all... know
1: what yeah i think it was self-driving because it, yeah it goes on to say the report uh features a description of what happened based on what the responding peace officer observed um, and it says that the Tesla was going too fast on the turn, which caused it to hop the rotating wall. I don't know. They could have just been sending it. Yeah. Um, the car apparently went headfirst into the pole and then spun off to its right. Jared appears to have been a passenger alongside a driver named Jeremy Pedelecki, who we're told is his cousin. Mm. Uh, two other people were also in the car the driver appears to have been the most seriously injured and considered the steer. She has thickens. Uh, oh, so oh, this is more TMZ fucking no, editorializing. No. But so, uh, Jer- uh, Jensen talked about it at a fan event with Jared's permission. Yeah. And Jensen said, uh, "I don't know if you guys know what's going on. He was in a very bar- bad car accident. He wasn't driving. He was a passenger, and he's lucky to be alive." He said. He's her, he's home recovering, which the fact that he's not in the hospital right now is blowing my mind because I saw the car. Yeah. Which is like the thing about that is cars these days are made to implode on him. Yes. Yeah. They're not like, uh, you know
2: 1960 blah 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 Impalas. Yeah. 1967. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Like that cars are made to you. Yeah, they're made to crumple like a grocery right. bag so you can still get out fine. Um, But that being said I think it is kind of Funny that it was a Tesla
2: I yeah I, I would be curious to learn First of all I'm glad that Jared Pedalecki is okay it sounds like everyone Else in the car is okay as well or at least Like on the road to recovery so yeah. Best of luck I mean they're not gonna hear This but like I, I I'm glad they're recovering I'm glad we're not like You know Having a much darker conversation. Um, yeah. I am curious if uh, I am curious if the Tesla was self-driving because from what I've heard, and it's not like I keep up with the news on Teslas, but from what I've heard, the self-driving technology is still very sus, will sus? suspect, right? Um, but it's
0: still very yeah very young yeah, yeah
2: it's not that we'll never get there it's just that these cars are out in the road and s- probably shouldn't be right um yeah. at least You're not on on the like road, commercial hands. possibly
0: hackable definitely yeah. glitchable yeah because that's something i've read a little bit about it's like tesla glitches where they just yeah. start sending themselves yes Kind of like that old that uh, Toyota recall from a few decades ago at this point, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like from, what, like 15 years ago? Yeah, it's very um,
0: similar to that problem.
1: I, yeah, I, I think Tesla, the t- self-driving Tesla stuff, I don't think should be for like... <laughs> I don't think it should be for driving in like downtown LA. I oh, think I it should know. be for... It should be for when you're driving through Kansas in the middle of the night.
2: Yes, and Mm -hmm. you want to take a nap.
1: Yeah, and you want to just take a little shut-eye. Yeah. That's, to me, that's what Tesla auto drive should be for. Mm -hmm. Not trying to fucking, like, and and it should, like. Wait. The GPS should wake you up when it's time to make a turn and be like, okay, take this exit. Yeah. And you, you take this exit. I, I can't do this shit. I don't know how to merge. I'm a dumb robot. Look,
2: if the car crashes into the middle of nowhere, Kansas, all it's going to hit is fucking corn. And I'm not saying that that's pleasant. What I am saying is less death, you know?
1: Yeah. Less yeah, fuck corn. Less,
2: less the dead.
0: Where was this accident?
2: It was, it was in the, Texas. Yeah, te- Texas.
0: Okay. Because when you said, like, not for, like, downtown LA, I'm like... Wait a second. Wait a goddamn second. Well, I,
2: I
1: think... <laughs> like, what would Jared be doing in LA? Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Filming the supernatural prequel now. Visiting
0: um, fucking Jensen. Uh, yeah,
1: no, I, I... That was just... Uh, anytime I think of hardcore traffic, I think of downtown LA.
2: Yeah. Um, Isn't... Doesn't Jensen also live in Texas? Yeah, because yeah. they started that... Um. Brewery with the with the the duck the duck lads one of the duck yeah, boys yeah in fact
1: it's 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 a little known fact that Jensen and Jared actually own a double they own a <laughs> it's a duplex mansion <laughs> so they they're both mansions but they're connected so they never have to be apart ever Is again Is that
2: fucking real? No. <laughs> okay, I also have to say <laughs> But you believed I it, did, right? I did for like a second. Yes. <laughs> why is that so shocking
1: like they all just live in the same house actually <laughs> oh man that's so funny I would I would believe that too <laughs> if I saw a TMZ article um, I would just be like if I saw a TMZ article that was just like yeah it turns Jared out that and Justin and Jared have bunk live together <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yeah, that sounds about right. And then they have sleepovers with Misha yeah. Collins every week. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> that they is one
2: hundred percent. That is your wish fulfillment, and is also the wish of like several people on Tumblr. Yeah. That is, hey, I've read that fanfic. No, I haven't. I don't read RPF fiction, but I have read that Supernatural fanfic with their characters. So,
1: yeah. Um but yeah, so Jared is okay. He has made uh a Instagram post saying as much uh thanking people for their love and support. Yeah,
0: that's the one with him in the back of the car, right?
1: Uh no, there was one before that. Okay. Well,
2: um I'm glad to hear that he's okay and um uh, hope everybody else in the car is doing well and uh you know no more problems forever.
1: Yeah, But also, I love that Jared Padalecki made a Instagram post about Sam Winchester's birthday on Sam Winchester's birthday. I know, that's so <laughs> cute. That was very cute.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, happy birthday, Sam Winchester. Your birthday was like two days ago.
1: Also, happy birthday, the at Habcast Twitter yep. account. Yeah. also happy birthday, our Twitter account. <laughs> uh,
2: happy belated birthday.
1: Mm-hmm. All
2: right. Um... Are you guys ready to talk about this uh, episode?
1: Yeah, I fucking F- guess yeah.
0: so. Yeah, I'm ready to get season nine done with. We got this and two more. Let's, let's do and it. And
2: then all we have to look into is... S- wait, what's that in the distance? And also in the distance, oh, no. like... <gasps> oh, no. Fucking the return of the Valkyries or whatever the goddamn fuck. <laughs>
1: Ugh,
2: season ten. Ah! My enemy! All right.
0: My only weakness.
2: All right. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. Yeah.
1: Oh wait, what's this called? What's this episode oh, called? Um, the
0: King, King of Darkness. King of the Damned. Oh,
1: Damned. King of the Damned. Jesus yeah, Christ.
2: Yeah, King of the Damned. Fucking uh,
1: Sam and Dean. The. Uh, Crowley calls Sam and Dean and he's like guess what boys Uh, pizza party at my house and then they get there and it's actually just exactly it's just a pizza party like he was right he didn't lie he didn't lie to them
0: Crowley has ordered two pizzas one cheese the other Oh, pepperoni yeah. and pineapple
1: there are actually pieces there but one of them one of them is pepperoni and anchovy and the other one is pepperoni and anchovy but it's under the cheese so they so they think it's just got a lot of cheese on it <laughs> and then they bite into it and they're like oh no we got tricked again
2: if it's, all, also, it's it's that but then also there's like hell's hot sauce which is super spicy and then also no matter what even if you don't touch it or yourself you eat it and it's still it still feels like you put it on your hands and then immediately put your hands on your genitals because the hot sauce is from hell do you see where i'm going with this oh do you see, yeah. the, do you see yeah, the logic do. and also your eyes
1: that this is just this is just what i do
2: it's the only way you feel alive <laughs> All right, well tra-
1: it's the only way I can get off anyway. Travis,
2: I don't know uh what's going to be dumber, what you just said or this episode. <laughs> Let's find out.
0: We're back.
1: I don't want to say. I didn't hate this episode. You can, but yeah, you
2: can if you want to.
1: You're free to. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I I'm trying to decide if I actually liked this episode uh-huh. or if I'm just glad that we are out of the like veil of bullshit that we waded through to get here. Travis, let me ask you this. Like we had three episodes in a row of nothing happening yeah. to get to finally get to here. So all the
0: Abaddon shit happened
1: in and this episode. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: I mean throughout the entirety of the show. Like, oh, like since Abaddon has showed up, she has been made out to be this badass. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: How long was that fight?
1: Uh, Not long enough. Yeah. Yeah, Not long enough for uh, Dean, I can use the force now Winchester.
2: (laughs) Yes! (laughs) I thought that as well. Okay, so that fight gave me flashbacks to season four when Sam was having his demon blood psychic battles. Hey man! That's really fucking stupid to watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is.
2: Also, yeah, they said Abaddon up to everyone, everyone was like, hey, what if I, I don't know, decided to act like a fucking idiot this episode? Yeah. What would happen then? What sexy little thing could we do if we all decided to be fucking morons? To be and on it the turns out they did. They did a lot of sexy little things. Yeah. Fuck. Um. And Abaddon is definitely the worst offender of like the dumbest shit imaginable. But. Uh. Cass was a close second yeah also probably Dean I think the only people who acted intelligently this episode were um, Crowley and Sam and honestly mostly Crowley I don't think Sam had to really do much
1: yeah no Sam didn't do a whole lot this time you know
2: actually Sam kicked off the whole we're gonna interrogate this guy and get him to tell us everything by like playing up what he wants to hear so I'm gonna give him points for that Mm-hmm. So Sam also did some smart shit this episode.
0: Yeah, he did talk Dean into not killing that guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I am going to go ahead and say that this is not something they talked about beforehand. This was like Sam, you know, setting it up and Dean following his lead. And it is because we got the whole Mark of Cain, Dean was about to kill that angel who works for Metatron guy. Yeah. That's my... um. That's my belief there. That's fair. So, mm-hmm. you get a pass. Barely, Sam. Everyone else in this episode is a fucking moron, though.
1: <laughs> I didn't understand what the point of Abaddon finding Crowley's son was.
0: So... Oh, she. She was trying to, like, play it. Like,. Crowley's. She was trying to
1: play to his human side, right? Is that what it was? That's exactly what it was. was? Yeah.
2: Basically, I think the writers were like, we don't have anything to do with Abaddon anymore, and we're kind of trying to wrap up this whole, you know, the angels got kicked out of heaven and Metatron is around thing. So I guess we'll just deal with her because. The whole, you know, civil war in hell is really played out. And we've kind of already done a civil war. So what if we had Abaddon act like a fucking moron for an entire episode? And then she dies at the end. Yeah. Literally everything Abaddon did. And it's not like we were told that she was super intelligent or anything. Or that she was like this great strategist. But we do know she's a knight of hell. We do know she's crazy powerful. And then... The writers were like, "Well, let's just take a, di- a giant shit all over her character by being like, she's going to do the dumbest shit imaginable."
1: Yeah. Well, this was a Buck Lemming episode, so it
2: was a Buck Lemming episode. You're right.
1: And even though I'm in, bring in up the, the past the uh, bingo card, the, <laughs> yeah, bring that up. Uh, even though in the past we've had Buck Lemming episodes that were plot heavy, that were actually not bad.
0: This is not one of this
1: them. Yeah, no. This one was like it, this one felt like it got kind of dumped on them and they had to just end the they knew that it was almost the end of the season, so they just had to get it over with as quick as they could. Yeah.
2: All right. You ready for the lemming Bingo? Yeah. Yep. Shirtless torture. So close. Mm,
1: I don't think we had shirtless torture. Yeah,
2: no. Just just regular torture. Um, waste of a perfectly good character. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, bad pacing. Yep. Yeah. Consent issues. Uh,
1: I don't think that really came up this episode. I'm
2: going to say... Well... A little bit.
0: Yeah, when Cass was talking to Sam... And Cass was like, "Hey, tell me about uh, Gadriel." And Sam's like, "Hey, I really don't want to talk about that." And doesn't finish the sentence. And
1: Cass is like, "Please, yeah. Sam, it's for yeah, the greater okay. good." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also I'll give you that. I forgot that happened. I also yeah.
2: disapprove of Cass like knowing Dean has this history with torture and how fucked up Dean got over torture in season um, three, four,
1: four and five. Three, I think. Four. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When he has to go like kill. Oh fucking Alistair right mm. Um, mm, yeah. I disapprove of Cass being like please can you interrogate this angel for me and the reason why is because Cass has decided not to use violence anymore Which, but he
1: can he can still uh, contract it out to someone else yeah
2: which is like oh so you're still using violence you're just using a middleman yeah. It's so fucking stupid. It's Cass really wins an idiot award. Um, this episode, uh, scene saved by fantastic acting. I'm gonna say the best moments of this episode were Crowley interacting with Gavin. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, that was pretty fun. I did like the I did like the scene where he like he they was talking about how to read. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty good. like so Buccaneers will say, beat the saints.
2: That sent me on a Google spiral where I was like, what were lit- literacy rates in you know 18th century Scotland? Were they that bad? Yeah. Um,
1: I think I think literacy rates were pretty bad for
2: most of history. Well, I actually think there's a good argument being made that Gavin would know how to read. We don't know much about his situation, but we do know that he's the son of a tailor um
1: uh, who was okay. a piece of
2: shit. But he also has at least some means of getting over to, you know, what were then the colonies. Well, mm-hmm. hold on. What did it, what year did it say it was at the beginning of the
1: 1723. Oh,
2: 1723. Okay, yeah, so the colonies. For some reason I was thinking it was 1797. Um, Also I believe 1723 Scotland would have been in in its Enlightenment period Um, Oh okay And actually during the 1700s Literacy rates were pretty good for Like Young middle to upper class women Hmm. Not saying that Gavin Maybe he makes it over the colonies as an Indentured servant right and that's How he makes it over or Isn't
1: that what he said he was doing
2: Honestly, I don't fucking remember.
1: I think he said something about paying his way to get there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but that could mean...
1: Yeah, I don't know if it meant that he was going to be, like, working on the boat or... Or if he just bought a ticket. Yeah, continuing to work until he... Like, continuing work in the colonies for someone Mm -hmm. who bought him a ticket? Yeah, I don't know.
2: Um, but, yeah, my favorite scenes were Crowley and Gavin. I actually really enjoyed their relationship, and I particularly loved the scene at the end when, you know, Crowley is told that he has to take Gavin back to the 1700s, and Crowley's like, mm, I just remembered I'm the king of hell and I do what I want. And yeah. just, like, drops him <laughs> off. <laughs> Which, yes, was, you know... Like probably pretty bad because he just has to go wander around the 20th century or 21st century now with no context <laughs> or way to make money. Like, what is he going to do? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. I wish I him the this.
2: best, though. He was <laughs> that, great. Hey,
1: that's the backdoor pilot I would have watched. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes.
2: It's reverse Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> You got me, Supernatural! You got me by the balls! Also, I love that Gavin heard that his dad was the king of hell and was immediately like, Wait a minute. Does that make me... Like, this is how I could tell he was Crowley's son. Because he was like, Does that make me the prince of hell? (laughs) Like, I guess it does, Gavin, you wonderful son of a bitch. So this is actually the second time we've seen Gavin. We first saw him in Weekend at Bobby's. Um, but he was played by a different actor.
1: Oh, okay. I was gonna say, what? Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. So
2: this actor is Theo Devaney, who we have seen.
1: I was in gonna two say, I know the name.
2: Christmas Prince movies. No! Yep. Yeah, he plays the cousin, right? Yeah, he plays Simon <laughs> in <a> Christmas Ritz. <laughs> Oh, no! That is him. That is him. Let's look at what else he's uh, done, shall we?
1: I can't believe it. Yep. I was like, why? (laughs) The whole time, I was like, why does he look familiar? The moment
2: I've been waiting for.
1: Oh, my God. Is this the reason... No, there's someone else, nope, this right? This is
2: uh, it.
1: This is the guy. This is the guy. Jesus Christ. This be, is like, the reason we've been watching. There may be a, yeah. a little
2: bit actor who was also in Supernatural that I found about, out about afterwards, but the main reason. We will watch A Christmas Prince 3, The Royal Baby, and The Princess Switch 3, where he has a cameo as his character from A Christmas Prince, because The Christmas Prince and The Princess Switch take place in the same universe.
1: Oh my god.
2: I can't fucking
0: believe this. Yeah, I was gonna text you both of you, fuck <sighs> both of you, <laughs> as I was watching this episode. Like, this is this goddamn episode. Fuck.
2: He also plays Sherlock Holmes in the, I, I believe English dub of Moriarty the Patriot. Hmm. Hmm. I because it is an anime. Hmm. So. But yeah, he plays uh Sherlock Holmes in that, so if you ever wanted to watch another Theo Devaney thing. Um he's also in. Du-du-du-du-du...
0: There's this thing called That's Run that looks kinda of interesting. Huh? Oh, never mind. Never oh he, mind. I'm, I'm...
2: he also has a couple of he's also done some video games and he has a couple of bit voices in The Witcher 2 um, James Bond 007 Bloodstone. He's additional voices in Assassin's Creed 3. And he's Dying Soldier, Ostagar Templar, Ostagar Soldier in die- Dragon Age Origins. Dun 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 dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Sorry, I just, want, I just want to do that for Dragon Age Origins because I love that game. <laughs>
0: he's also in Smite and a Warhammer 40k game.
2: Yes. Oh. Who does, what does he do in Smite? Oh, uh, he's he, also in an episode of Psych.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Might he is? Oh, I'd lost it. Nope. Uh, Elkin uh, Surinos. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Um, a, yeah, I also do not know. That's a loss to me. Mm. So. Oh God. I just went to the IMDb for Dragon Age Origins. Steve um, Bloom is in it. Yeah. As my least favorite character. That sucks. Oh, no. Well, you win some, you lose some, huh? All right. Anyways. Moving on. (laughs) Back to.
0: The episode at hand.
2: Yeah, the episode at hand. But yeah, I wanted to share that. I want to make sure that connection was made because it is in fact Theo Devaney. The very same Theo Devaney. That the very same. is in our favorite Christmas movies. I just wanna mm. say thank you to D- Theo Devaney's agent, because if without them <laughs> we would not have been able to watch Christmas Prince. One, two, and Man, three. What
1: is- what a shame that would have been. We would have had to figure out something else to watch for Christmas. God, I hope they yeah. do
2: another Christmas Prince movie. I hope there's a Christmas Prince four.
1: Oh, there's probably gonna be I mean, one.
2: We're anti-trilogy. We love a good trilogy in this country, but imagine four movies instead of three. A
1: Quadrily.
2: A quad, a quad trilogy. A quad, yeah. A,
1: a quad, quadro tot. All
2: right, that's enough of that. Let's get back to the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh,
2: going back to the Bucklemming bingo, oocness. <laughs> where do I start? Every single character gets, like, just fucking shafted in this episode. Except for Sam. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Um. Someone is held captive and needs to be rec- rescued. Yes, that happens. Um awkward dialogue Eh, this is an episode of supernatural it's it's not fair
1: this is gonna be the free Um, space yeah yeah is it the free space Uh,
2: no the free space is kind of boring
1: oh okay yeah Yeah.
2: too many storylines ought to be multiple episodes yes yes Yes. Yeah, this
1: could have been two episodes. There
2: should not have been any of the angel shit in this episode at all. It should have been entirely dealing with Abaddon and with Crowley.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, that's the only parts I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this episode a day ago.
2: <laughs> I watched this episode less than six hours ago, and I do not remember <laughs> like half of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think the angel they were interviewing or interviewing, interrogating in the beginning dies, but also maybe he doesn't. No, he does. I looked at he it does, as well. He He's,
1: does. he yeah. dies yeah. mysteriously.
2: Oh, yeah. This gets back to um, Cass holding the idiot ball, which we'll get to in a little bit. Passes Bechdel <laughs> test. No, there's like one woman in this episode of note. No. Um, Flat one-liner? Maybe? Mm. Maybe? Let me look at the quotes on IMDb real quick, and I'll, I'll let you know if anything... Uh... Ben, do you remember anything?
0: Uh, The fucking Poughkeepsie thing felt like a forced fucking... Uh,
2: the Poughkeepsie thing was actually one of the things that, I kind of enjoyed about this episode.
0: Yeah, that was smart now that I think about it. Yeah. I think Crowley may have had a line or two, but I really think those were good.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the quote section, and it's not, like, it's it's all right. Yeah. yeah.
2: I did, I do say, I think if I were to nominate any line, it would be, you betrayed me. No one in the history of tortures has been tortured with torture, like, the torture you'll be tortured with. But I don't hate it. Like, I think it's a pretty funny line, and I think Mark Shepard yeah, that's... definitely saved it, probably, with his performance. <laughs> if we want to go back yeah. to his, like, line saved by fantastic acting. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, that that was a pretty good yeah, one. Yeah,
2: that was good. Maybe oh, uh, fucking Hello, Ab- Dean. I don't know if this is a one-liner, but Hello, Dean, love the crazy bloodlust in your eyes?
0: No, I kind of like that one. The one where Abaddon was like, a boy with a stick, whatever the hell that line was, felt kind of flat.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, everything Abaddon said this episode felt kind of flat.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Um strong, powerful female characters, yes, but derogatory. Yeah. Like, Abaddon is definitely the type of character that does and probably did appear in those, like s- the king should stand aside and let the queen conquer conquer like gift sets that were popular on Tumblr back when uh Disney feminism was really popular. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and she is that character, but she also sucks. So I'm gonna go yes, but it's not a good thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, something easily interpretable as queer baiting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No further comments. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's when Crowley asks Sam to dig something out of him that's been inserted. Yep. <laughs> oh, the bullet. Yeah, the bullet. Uh, something easily interpretable as Dean Cass, uh, maybe. I don't um, know.
1: Yeah, maybe. I like I said that that first half of the episode really it did not stick with me. The
2: part that stuck with you the most it were uh, Sam and Dean like manipulating Ezra. That's the angel's name. Um, that's being inter- interrogated Ezra into like finding out more about Metatron's plans.
1: That was pretty good. Yeah. That, yeah, actually, I. Re- now that you mentioned that, that was I. I did enjoy that.
2: Um, really bad stereotypes. No.
1: There wasn't enough characters S- to be stereo. Like it was pretty much all main crew. There wasn't really like any stereotypes. Uh, unless you count the Scottish guy.
2: I'm, I'm gonna say the Scots got a pretty bad rap this episode.
1: Oh, when don't they? <laughs>
2: They don't deserve it.
1: You're right. They 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 haven't done
2: anything. Also, Theo Devaney is not Scottish. He is English.
1: Love that. Yeah, they
2: couldn't even get a Scottish (laughs) actor to play him. To play Gavin. (laughs)
1: Dude's name is Gavin
2: McLeod. McLeod.
1: McLeod. I cannot cannot pronounce it. (laughs) I'm sure all the producers were like, we need a Scottish guy. Theo Devaney, uh, he's English. Same thing. Yeah. Like, as long as you're from the British Isles, you're close enough.
2: Also, I just want to say this. Hey, to any Scots, you know, Scotsmen who are a little upset about not being included in this episode, Bullet dodged. Like, don't worry about it. (laughs) Get cast in something else, you know? Go do Outlander, man. Like, (laughs) do Outlander or the spinoff. With Outlander, the, the reverse Outlander, <laughs> where it's a Scottish guy who comes to the modern day and falls in love. Oh my God! Please, please. Uh, continuity error. Yes, every episode of Supernatural. First of all, yep. I'm like ninety five percent sure that time travel used to be a much bigger deal. Yeah. Like yeah, I remember um, Cass time traveling in season five and falling unconscious. Well, maybe that's cuz he was losing his angel powers by then. I don't fucking remember. Um, unfortunate well, implications.
1: Unfortunate implications. Mm. I don't I don't think we had
2: that one this time. No. A uh, new spell power trick that we've never seen before.
1: The fucking Avedon's time time travel spell. Yeah.
2: time travel Oh wait, no, the time travel spell was from the episode where she comes to the future, right? Or where he- where I Henry guess does? So,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's the same thing.
2: Yes. Um. Okay. So she doesn't actually come to the future. I think she like waits. She does it like the slow way, but Henry travels to the future.
1: No, I I think she traveled to the past because she was wearing like the same outfit. Yes, she had like the leather coat on and everything. I think
2: it's a general time travel spell. Like I think you can just do it either or, you know. Yeah. So, but she definitely time traveled to the past, and then she got Gavin, and they tried time traveled to the future. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say no on this. I don't really think we have come across anything that we've never seen before. Yeah. No, like tear. I mean, I guess Dean's. You know, Mark of Cain powers are new, but they've yeah, been set Dean's,
1: up. Dean uses the force.
2: Yes, it's it's not shocking to learn that he can do that. Yeah. yeah. Racism, not enough, uh, not white people. So, I'm going to say yes, but only because yeah, like gonna, everyone's I, white.
1: Yeah this this whole episode was all white people. All, it was just a bowl of white cheddar popcorn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Sam slash Dean makes a decision that makes no sense. Yes. Deus ex machina? No.
1: Yes. I mean, like the the first blade is kind of the Deus ex machina that we've been chasing the whole time.
2: I, I don't think it counts as a Deus ex machina.
1: I guess not. Yeah.
2: Weirdly cut off scenes, yes. Always in every Buckleeming episode. It's so weird. I don't know why it happens. Sexism, yes. Sexualized violence. Um I'm gonna go no on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not that not in this yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Shockingly. All right. Well
1: Did we make a bingo?
2: I think we made a bingo.
1: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love bingo boards that make you have at least one bingo every time. I think, uh... <laughs> it makes me feel like a winner. We did
2: multiple bingos there. Um,
1: yeah. See, with the Bucklemming bingo, you gotta go for blackout. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. 100%. That's the real goal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we talk about the dumbest thing that happened in this episode?
1: The dumbest thing that happened this
2: episode. Yes. Which one? I'm going to go, okay, here's my vote. It's Abaddon being like, there's only one thing currently that can kill me. Bring me the thing with the only person who can wield it attached to it. And also, I'm going to keep his ally in the room. Also, only his ally can talk to him. So basically everything Abaddon did this episode was so stupid. Yeah. First of all, the way she tries to get Crowley to do what she wants is the old I've kidnapped your loved one trick, which only works if you keep them in peril in a situation where like the person doing the blackmailing is the only way is the only person to get them out. Right. So she had taken Gavin and locked him in in a coffin underground that only she knew the location, Crowley couldn't have betrayed her. Because if he wants to save Gavin, he has to keep her alive. But in this case, killing Abaddon if he wants to keep Gavin alive is his best fucking bet, and also something he wants to do anyways. So Abaddon basically... Blackmails Crowley into working with her and then is like and also here are all the tools you need to kill me. Have have fun. Don't you betray me, <laughs> character that is known for constant betrayals.
1: Yeah, fuck.
2: And wants and hates me and wants me dead and has been fighting against me all season. Don't you Oh, I didn't see this coming. It was stupid. Oh.
0: This knife in my back. I can't believe you put this knife in my back.
2: Yeah! Where did that come from? Oh, you know the best way to handle this? Oh, do a devil's trap on you? So that you can't move? Which does fuck all with Dean, the guy I should actually be worried about. I hope he doesn't come up. I hope they send Sam in first. So that's my nomination for dumbest thing that any char- one character did this episode.
1: Yep. <laughs> nice. you know well, what? You also mentioned that Cass was holding the idiot ball. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah.
2: So Cass is holding the idiot ball. Um, so the first scene where he's like, "I need someone to torture this guy, but it can't be me because I'm not doing violence anymore." Cass, that's this. You're doing it. You're doing the thing. Like, just because you're getting someone, just because you're contracting it out, doesn't, doesn't mean you're not, not the one it. doing it.
0: Yeah, fuck. Yeah.
2: If I hire, you know, somebody to order me food, that doesn't mean that I'm, like, not ordering food. Like, it's still. Ha- does that make sense? It's still happening. I just put a middleman there. Yeah. The U.S. government contracts out prisons right to to be private private prisons they're still putting people in prison they're still prisoners under the u.s government
0: they're just privatized
2: exactly it's Cass. it's the same thing you're doing violence so that was really dumb um and it was 100 percent for no reason because then sam and dean go in there and they don't even use violence against ezra
0: yeah, they just use their minds.
2: Yeah, you're telling me no angel could have thought to play on this dude's like inferiority complex. Not a single one. And then Cass finds out that there is a traitor because Ezra dies. Ezra was in this locked room by himself, and he gets inter- you know—he gets interrogated by Sam and Dean, and then they leave. And the next person who walks in there finds him dead. And instead of being like, fuck, put everything else on hold because we got to take care of this. He's like, what if I go try to convince somebody to be, try to convince Gadriel to betray Metatron? I would hate if that information got back to Metatron before Gadriel made his decision. Because one, so they might try to kill me, which is what happens. And two, they might let Metatron in. On what I'm planning, which is to make Gatriel a turncoat. Both are terrible options. But instead, <laughs> he knows he's got this mole, and he just does business as usual. Like, take care of that first, man.
0: He finds out if... Th- what? We've only got two and a half episodes left for the season. We can't. I- we can't. There's no time
2: make time dude like it doesn't make any sense (laughs) and the other thing the thing that killed me about that is that the conversation it doesn't make it's confusing because maybe this is the dean Cass thing that's alleged on the buck lemming bingo because Cass is like i i thought i trusted all of them i couldn't believe any of them would betray me and then dean's like see that's my thing is that i don't trust anyone and I kept being like, oh, so Dean is going to stay behind, and he's going to try to root out this mole. Uh, and it's going to be like, Cass and Dean interviewing Cass's angel army and trying to find a mole but that's not what happens it gets dropped and then it doesn't get brought up again until Cass lets metatron in on his plan and almost dies and gadriel almost dies too
0: God damn, sometimes the writing in the show is terrible.
2: It's real, it's not great. I was watching this episode and I texted Travis and Ben and I was like, "Guys, I think Supernatural might be a dumb show." <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
0: I think you're right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I hard agree. Yeah.
2: But again, the piece de resistance definitely the dumbest moment of war definitely goes to Abaddon For orchestrating her own demise She keeps being like I'm going to kill you after And it's like Hey, he did what you needed him to do Kill him now
1: Yeah She definitely had um, Villain monologue syndrome Oh,
2: yeah. 100% I kept trying to be like, well, you know, they have established that she's very sure of herself. Maybe this is like her hubris is go like a pride goeth before the fall situation. But this is this is a little this is a little much even even for a pride goeth before the fall. She has no allies with her like in the scene where she catches Crowley Crowley is talking to his I guess like generals or something you know second in commands he's basically trying to be like we're gonna defeat Abaddon and then it's titties and sin for everybody and they betray him and then they fuck off we never see them again and it's just Abaddon and Crowley and Gavin in this apartment which the conversations that Gavin and Crowley were having I was like uh Abaddon's gotta feel real weird you know sitting yeah, in yeah. on this mm-hmm. and also Crowley was a bad fucking dad but anyways back to Abaddon but other, she has no other allies it's just her so she thought to herself alright I'm going to handle this once and for all and the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to take everyone who hates me and put them in the same room and think that that is going to turn out well for me
0: She was bitten real hard.
2: Yeah. Oh, Abaddon. There's something of a sunk cost fallacy going on here, if you're a viewer. Because Abaddon shows up in the middle of season eight, and she gets built up as this real big fucking deal. And they set Mm -hmm. up, kind of, this civil war between, like, Crowley and Abaddon, and then we get distracted by a backdoor pilot, and we got to catch up and see what Jody's doing, and and we can't have what's J- what Jody's doing also be what Abaddon's doing because we haven't had a vampire episode in a while. And then, in addition to all that, you know, well, Abaddon's collecting souls, but she never uses them. So,
0: yeah, what the fuck.
2: Yeah, she's trying to like fast track demons for this demon army, but we never see it. You know, because that happened a couple of episodes ago and it was, you know, there was a whole flashback with Henry and Josie and that's how Josie got possessed by Abaddon and the demon that Sam killed in that episode was like, you killed me, but there's more where that came from, but we never see it. Yeah. Instead, it's just Abaddon alone everyone who fucking wants her dead and the one person who can kill her with the one tool who can kill with that can kill her and it's just it, it leads to nothing they spend so much time on Avatar they bring her back so that they can just kill her off in a fight scene that lasts like a minute
0: yeah, if that. Like 45 seconds?
2: Yeah. We gotta get to the real, the real bad guy of the season. You know, Dane. the writer dude. Oh, yeah, oh. well, <laughs> next season, baby. But, um... <laughs> yeah. And that's Dane. why I don't like this fucking episode. <laughs> Any anything else? Like I think I've pretty much said what I needed to say. Um
1: I mean, I, I really don't have much other than like I said this episode really didn't make that much of an impression on mm-hmm. me. Oh, I, like s- Oh, sorry. what you said about sunk cost fallacy, like Supernatural has been a sunk cost fallacy since season 6. <laughs>
2: yes. <Yeah. Yeah, laughs> I know we're in season nine and it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. Okay. And there's so many more seasons left, but here's the thing. Maybe the next episode will be good. Huh? Maybe. Maybe it won't be a waste of time. Huh? Um, things I liked about this episode. Uh, I, I, I forget sometimes that Crowley is Scottish because Mark Shepard, um, I believe is English, but at least Scottish has an accent. English, you know, accent. And I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate the reminder that Crowley is, in fact, Scottish. Um, and again, every scene with Crowley and Gavin was adorable or funny or actually kind of heartbreaking. Mm. Um, also, if you're like a Scottish person and you listen to the show, let me know how Theo Devade's accent was, because I'm curious. To me, it sounds... Scottish, but I, I'm curious how somebody who, you know, is Scottish feels about. Oh, I want to ask you guys. What do you guys think about Gadriel's, like, heel face turn?
1: How he's joining uh, cast?
2: Well, yeah, it seems like he's going to.
1: I mean, we could have dropped Gadriel 15 episodes ago. Yeah. And everything would be the same. Like we don't need Gudrill. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about Gudrill T- at all. Tell
0: us how you really Gudrill feel.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> don't like, hold anything his, back, Travis.
1: His impact to the story stopped when he was ejected out of Sam's body.
2: He hasn't done
1: Like much. Yeah.
2: He got tortured that one episode.
1: And like, yeah, I don't know. It. Ultimately, ultimately, I don't think whatever Gadriel is doing is going to matter.
2: <clears throat> what do you think, uh, Ben?
0: You know how we were saying like we really didn't remember much of the uh, angel parts of the episode. Yeah. yeah. You don't. You don't remember. <laughs> I really don't.
1: Ben, you uh, watched this episode more recently than either of
2: yeah.
0: us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. 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 Here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for three things to not be talked about again in the show. One of them is going to take a lot longer than the other two.
2: Oh no! What's the? What is that one?
0: That one's the fucking uh, mark of Cain.
2: Oh my God! Yes. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I remembered something else we need to talk about.
0: The other two things that I can't wait to not give a fucking shit about anymore in this in this show, Metatron and Gadriel. I don't care. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I I love the idea of Metatron, but from what I know about the rest of the show, it's just like this is just a really lame attempt to do that.
2: Guys, he's misunderstood. (laughs) He didn't mean to let Lucifer into the garden and doom all humanity. And honestly, I'm cool with it. Like, again, heaven fucking sucks. So, it sounds like Gadriel did us a solid. Thanks, (laughs) Gadriel. I appreciate the shit out of you. Um, I want to talk about two things um kind of wish gadrill having a heel face turn was a little more set up than what it has been yeah uh i get that he's not pleased with metatron metatron's definitely using him as a pawn which we know Yeah. I don't know. Gadriel just wants redemption. He wants it so, so bad. And it would be incorrect to say, I'm interested in what's going to happen to him. But something will happen to him. And we will watch it.
0: (laughs) And we will talk about it. And
2: we will talk about it on this podcast. Okay, so two more things I think that need to be brought up. Ever since they got the Mark of Cain and the blade, the first blade, Sam and Dean have been like, all right, so we're going to kill Abaddon and then we're going to kill Crowley in that order. And then this episode, they have Crowley. He is fucking powerless with the devil's trap bullet and they don't kill him. And Crowley is, like, bitching about how they won't help him dig the bullet out. And Sam's like, you should be glad we're not killing you, pal. Like, that's the Tony says it in. And Crowley's like, but I don't I get any credit for warning you about the trap? Wink, wink. And uh, we'll get into that in in just a minute. But um, what happened to killing Crowley? Like, I knew he wasn't going to die. But this is how you decided to resolve that? Just have Sam and Dean be like, Oh, you. I can't stay mad at you. Yeah, hell. Guy.
0: You scamp.
2: You skew. Ah. I think that was yeah. kind of dumb.
0: You're fucking it's- right. <laughs>
1: it really solidified the Crowley as part of the team track. Oh, if yeah. like
2: they ever try to have do the whole we just don't know about Crowley thing, I'm going to be like bull fucking shit cuz you had a chance to kill him and he's fine. Mm. Oh, also um I think it would have been kind of cooler if they had tried to kill him and Crowley had like escaped at the last minute because he's just better than you. Yeah. So also Sam and Dean kept being like, you got to take Gavin back to die because um, Gavin's history is that he got onto a ship coming to America and then the ship went down. And yeah, we talked about this earlier. Crowley's basically like, "Mm, fuck you. I do what I want and just drops him off somewhere. Like, in the middle of a field. With nothing. So. Crowley's a great dad.
0: Yeah, I think it would have been, like, way cooler if, like, it was just, like, a fucking dark town. And, like, Crowley's just exact same conversation, the only thing that changes is the setting, and then you just get the same pan shot, but it's just Gavin looking up at goddamn skyscrapers.
2: You know what? Crowley's the king of hell. Surely, surely he could have left him, like, some money. Right? Right. Like a card, like a visa, or something like a yeah. credit card. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing the best he can. He was a real piece of shit dad. So this is a uh, you know update.
0: Yeah, it took him like what two hundred eighty years to get back at it.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, we do our best, huh? It's hard. It's tough. Um, Gavin did have some really great lines. Like he kept being like, "So you died and became a demon for a longer dick, like." I was just like, oh, sweetie, yeah, he did do that. And then Crowley was like, I don't have to tell you, I wasn't always a bon vivant, you know? I appreciated that. <laughs>
0: and then Gavin's just like, I don't know what the fuck that means.
2: Yeah. Gavin was super <laughs> confused by everything. Yeah. Gavin's a little bit of a himbo, and I love and respect that.
1: going to love and respect all the himbos. Oh, God.
2: More Gavin. More Gavin, please. Oh. Here's what
1: sad, though.
2: Okay, so Dean knows that it's a trap. He talks to Crowley and Crowley does the Poughkeepsie thing and that's how Dean knows it's a trap. And then he doesn't tell Sam. But then Sam founds- finds out that Dean knows, so Sam knows that Dean lied to him, like, again. And I actually wrote this down. I wrote a note. It's, Dean's like, you would have gone in there with me. And Sam went, you mean like we always do? Because we're partners? And Dean says, <laughs> I knew you wouldn't understand. Dean, I don't understand. I just do not get the... That's a bad plan. I I don't. So Dean says it's because he was like, "Look, I knew with the Mark of K and I would start, and I just wouldn't stop."
1: Why not communicate that to Sam earlier and tell Sam to like be your grounding agent?
0: Because man pain. Like,
1: yeah.
2: Why not? Why not? I mean, baffling. <laughs> but also, I'm glad Dean hasn't learned anything from the first half of the season. Yeah, I love that honestly
1: <laughs>
2: I'm so glad we get this bullshit little conflict and then the episode ends with Sam being like well hey look let's take the blade and just like stash it somewhere cause we're probably not gonna need it for Metatron and it'll be fine and Dean's like no I need it
0: yes, 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 yes.
2: And that's what happens. Hmm. Just I've got to... two more episodes left, guys. We're almost done. I ha- oh,
0: I have God. a question for y'all. Hit me. Since we have the running gag of wanting to remake the show in 10,000 to 15,000 years.
2: How to remake remake this episode?
0: Nope. Uh, good good guess, though. That is a fine guess, because that's normally where we go with it. No, I mean, is Abaddon a character worth bringing back? Because I feel like if we we're remaking the show, we throw our own spin on it. Because in, in, in that amount of eons, Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles gonna probably be dead unless they're in robots.
2: Probably. I, I love that.
1: I think she's worth bringing back for the men of letters angle of it, Mm -hmm. but that's it. Okay. Like, honestly, I feel like Abaddon has overstayed her welcome this season. Uh, she didn't need to come back. Uh, I, I think the way that she was dispatched initially was fantastic. And I hate that our writers just could not leave it alone. Yeah.
0: It probably would have been cooler if, like, Sam and Dean, like, fight, or if, like, Crowley and Dean fight through, like, some shit, and then, like, we get a cliffhanger episode where, like, fucking Kane is like, Dean, I'm a big fan, credits roll. And then the start of the first episode is just them going over the blade, and then BAM! Abaddon comes in, and, like, Dean has to, like, kill her, like, then because she's coming at him. Yeah. And then we just tie up all those like fucking those strings right then and there.
2: I'm I'm going <laughs> to go with Travis. I think that the episode that Abaddon gets introduced in is genuinely excellent. I think it's a great way to introduce the Men of Letters. I think they just should have left her buried with the devil's trap. I think that is an insanely clever way to deal with a demon. And if that episode had been standalone... Perfect. Amazing. I would probably be sitting here now being like, God, you know what would be cool? If they brought back Abaddon.
0: Yeah, instead of yeah. dragging her out.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. And here's the thing. Here's why I think you can get away with it on Supernatural. So, and this also is something that I've been meaning to bring up for a while. Y'all remember Adam? Yeah. Adam is... Who? <laughs> Adam Winchester, the third Winchester brother, who was like their half-brother, and uh michael possessed him
1: oh you mean josh (laughs) i don't know why i thought his name was josh
2: no i mean adam (laughs) his name is definitely not josh you know
1: josh winchester
2: (laughs) no definitely not his name is definitely fucking adam is the actor's name Josh. What did I say <laughs> I don't think I like the actor's you... <laughs> name is Josh. No. I feel I'm like
0: pretty you're sure just it's just Josh and Luke.
2: It's oh me and you and you and me. We got the Oh, that's a sweet life. God damn it. I was trying to do the Drake and Josh theme. Son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> I'm going to fucking look up the actor who plays Adam now. I don't think it's maybe his middle name's Josh and they just never told us.
1: Josh Adam Josh Winchester. But Josh isn't short for Joshua, it's just it's Josh just Josh Winchester.
2: I'm like 95% sure his name is... Oh, his name is Jake.
1: Uh. Why did I
2: think his name was Luke? I think because he plays Luke in Percy Jackson. Maybe that's like the character's name? Uh, in the
1: Percy Jackson
2: movie? Maybe?
1: It's all Josh to me.
2: It definitely isn't. It's definitely not. Yeah, his name is Luke. Damn, name. we found <laughs> my connection thing, but we didn't find yours, Travis.
1: Mine, I don't know where mine came yeah, from. Yeah, no, that's a mystery to What's everyone. the actor's name? Jack?
2: Jake Abel. Jake. Yeah. Anyways, I brought him... Up- what
1: are these... What are names? <laughs> I, I, we brought... Up, why did you bring up I Adam? brought up Adam
2: because... So his the end to his story is that he gets brought back to life so that he can say yes to Michael so that his mom or whatever can be happy in heaven. And he like agrees to fight this fight right between Lucifer. So Sam gets possessed by Lucifer. Dean refuses to be possessed. So um, Adam, you know, is the stand in. And then yeah. the season five ends with Adam's body being dragged into the cage by Sam. And they get Sam out and they leave Adam there. And he is just in hell, right? Facing oh, well, unimaginable because Adam torture. Is...
1: Because Adam is Michael at that point, no?
2: Well, okay, but here's the thing. In season six... When Death is like, I'll bring Sam's soul out of the cage, Dean asks Death to bring Adam too, and Death goes, no, you have to pick one, and Dean picks Sam. So the fandom- what? Yes. So the fandom, for years, had all of these Adam memes that were like, day 378, and Adam's still in hell, and they still just the forgot race, about yeah. him, and he never gets mentioned anymore. Um, I'm gonna bring some up and share them in our Discord, which by the way, you two can join and, and chat with us. Uh, one dollar a month on Patreon. Uh, yeah. And there are all these memes about it, and just how like fucked up everything got for Adam, and how everyone forgot him. And you know, they're varying amounts of funny, right?
0: As memes are,
2: as memes are. Um, and it's possible that Death just wanted to fuck with Dean, right? So Dean asked that, and instead of being like, oh, yeah, Adam's still in heaven, he's fine. He's just like, nope, I'm gonna make you choose, because I believe in mind games. I think that's maybe theorized. theorized. He,
0: maybe he just didn't like uh, Adam's character, either.
2: Maybe. Maybe he was just like, nah, I don't really want to bring him back. Fuck you. He's, he's not gonna
0: add anything to the story.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I think, you know, if we forget about Adam and we just have Adam in this cage in hell and we never fucking deal with it, I think we're allowed to have a demon who's super powerful, who gets taken out by a devil's trap bullet and just exists (laughs) on this planet and never gets dealt with again. I think that's allowed.
1: Mm. Oh, this is hiatus shit, huh?
2: That's my that's my opus, and I'm sticking with it.
1: These are these these definitely reek of hiatus memes. <laughs> these these Adam and Hell memes. Oh,
2: these Adam and Hell memes are old. They're they're super hulock. Yeah. They're dated super. This is
1: this is like waiting for the next season of Supernatural to come out. Shit. Yes,
2: one hundred percent.
1: Good grief! <laughs> I do like that last one though. Ohana means family; no one gets left behind. Still in yep. hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck. Okay, here's here's a consolation. What if they just bring Adam's body out like they did with Sam? Because mm-hmm. he's only half. He's only their half brother. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Do you want the legs or the, the top half?
1: I want the top part.
0: I don't know, I think you, you, you got to go with the bottom part, because for this joke to have legs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. Oh. Also, though, if we do, if we do ever make the show, which, like, is not, you know, actually happening, but, like, for the joke, if we did then uh if we do have Abaddon and she is around and is like supposed to be an arc villain uh we have it not suck that's my solution there
0: you know it would be hilarious yeah. if in our version of Abaddon to fuck with both Crowley and Sam and Dean she brings back not only Gavin but also Adam
2: yeah <laughs> and Sam and Dean are like who? who
0: who the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> Abaddon's
2: like and i brought back your family too and they're like mom dad any bobby and they're like no the most important person in your life adam and they're like "Uh, what if we remake supernatural and we let the characters like be as evil as they're written in this show
1: oh yeah and it's
2: like an always sunny and supernatural situation that's what we're
1: doing (laughs) 100 percent.
0: oh hell yeah I think we just hear, like, Adam's voice go, See, I told you they wouldn't remember me.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God, yes. That's what I want. All right, do you want to hear some reviews?
0: Oh, hell yeah, because I accidentally snooped at them earlier.
2: All right. God, there's only a couple I don't know what to pick. I'll do a high one and a low one, and then anything else that seems interesting. Cool? You better
0: read the one (laughs) I think you're going to read.
2: Are you talking about the 9 out of 10? (laughs)
0: I'm talking about a 10 out of 10. Where's the 9 out of 10? Oh, shit, yes.
2: All right. <clears throat> oh. uh, here's a high one. Crappy episode, good ending. Not much to this episode. The angel story, again, is pretty lame. No interest for me. What kind of friend is Castiel that he calls Dean to torture for him and attain information? Not going anywhere with that story. Crowley's son is pretty pathetic. Comic, but not in a good way.
0: What the fuck does that mean?
2: I don't know. He's funny, but I did not like it. I don't want to laugh. The power of the Mark of Cain is promising and a good end. Although I had thought we would see a bit more from Abaddon. A three for the episode, a ten for the Mark of Cain slash Dean beating Ab- Abaddon 10 out of 10 that's the rating they gave it on IMDB
0: uh I don't like how they worded that last part
2: no neither do I uh um, here's another one best epi- Dean episode yet
0: hell yeah
2: awesome episode this is honestly an episode I've been waiting for since the first time Dean encountered a demon all the way back in season 1 what? The plot line is great. On one side we have Cass taking the reins of leadership unwillingly and trying to find a mole in his angel angel resistance. On the other side we have Dean willingly taking on the burden of having the mark and beginning to enjoy his work. I personally love Dean for this gritty type of stuff. He's always been the badass of the show and this is his most badass episode. Without going into any more, Dean has the one blade and goes ham. That is all. Ten out of ten.
1: Goes ham hard as a motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I knew that, but I don't think I would describe that scene as Dean going ham. He does
0: not go ham. He goes off the fucking rails.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he goes hard as a motherfucker. I would say. I mean, I would say he goes ham, like in that he loses his shit. And starts, like, beating the shit out of Abaddon's corpse. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Alright. This one has spoilers. I have to read it from the title alone. Lackluster. Abaddon dies in the third to last episode? What's going on here? I thought she'd go out in the finale, along with Metatron. Also, if Abaddon is really gone, I'm a bit disappointed. Metatron and her never even crossed paths, let alone teamed up. Holy shit get this person to write for the show because they're right. I'm really looking forward (laughs) to seeing what Dean can do with the first blade. As we saw the force pull, he used on it to bring it back. It was quite a lame battle between the two. However, looking like Gohan and DBZ surprising cell or something when Dean kept getting the upper hand on Abaddon, he's going to be a real handful. I'm sure in the next couple of episodes, I could care less about the angel side of things. Really? This has been a letdown of the season so far. Nine out of ten, still gets a nine. Basically shits on the entire episode and the season. Nine out of ten.
1: I love those. I know,
2: me too. They're so funny. All right.
1: I don't know if y'all saw the description for Bloodlines, but I was literally like, "This is the worst episode of Supernatural we've ever seen." Six out of ten. Yes, I did see that.
2: (laughs) um here's uh. the lowest rated uh review still going down Eh, i don't even know what to say anymore the previous episode with the attempted spinoff we know how that went this one was just okay it's nice to see things finally moving along but the writing and dialogue just seems so bland so predictable and at the same time it's like what's going on the action chor- choreography seems to be getting worse and worse with each episode. This is supposed to be some huge, intense battle with Dean and Abaddon, and it's just that? Not even any effort put into the actual scene? It's like with the Leviathans all over again. And between Bloodlines and introducing Crowley's son randomly, it just adds even more to this mess that they've made. Here's hoping it wraps up decently. 6 out of 10.
0: That's a fair review with a fair score.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah
2: <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I, have, I mean,
2: I would say that's the, accurate. Re-
1: the reviews the reviews for this episode actually make sense.:
2: I was looking at some of the professional reviews. I do that sometimes before you record, and the professional reviews baffled me because they all seemed to think of this episode pretty positively, and I was just like, but did we watch the same episode of Supernatural?" I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know why they thought it was so good. Possibly because it wasn't Bloodlines?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go
2: with that. I'm going to go like, oh god, after last week. That's what I opened with. Yeah,
1: That's what I opened with. It's like, I didn't hate this episode because it wasn't Bloodlines.
2: Bloodlines is such a bad episode that I almost don't hate it. Does that make sense? Uh Like, this episode I hate, I think, a little more because... it's middling it's mid well no it's still pretty bad but it has the potential to not be terrible it shouldn't be terrible we're this late into the season guys we're dealing with one of the main villains that you like set up all the way back in mid season eight this should not be a bad episode what are y'all doing (laughs) guys come on you're not the supernatural writers i know and love what happened to those guys? Who I have nothing but the greatest amount of respect for. Come on. Who
0: <laughs> we never make fun of.
2: Oh, my God. Y'all. Is it us? Like, are we not bringing that magic to the table anymore? Like, is it is it on us, you know? You know what I mean?
0: I was waiting yeah. for them to answer. I'm sorry.
2: They're not talking to me anymore. They're not saying anything. (laughs) (sighs) Alright, that's all I have to say. Anything else? Any final comments? Mm -hmm. Questions? Concerns?
1: That's that's,
2: that's all I got. Yeah. I think I
0: got all mine out.
2: I think, um... Y'all... Two more episodes.
1: I honestly... I can't believe that there's only... That there's two... Not only. I can't believe that there are two more episodes. Because... All that really matters is... Metatron being defeated. And... It's going to happen within an episode anyway, so we might as well just cut one out. You know... That's how I feel. I actually... <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's about to happen.
2: You know what? I'm going to say this. Does it actually matter if Metatron dies? Like, what is he doing?
1: Well, no, see, I didn't say dies. I said defeated.
2: Okay. Does it matter if Metatron gets defeated? Like, what is he doing?
0: I mean, he's definitely a, a bad.
2: Like, okay, we oh have a bunch... Oh, my God, <laughs>
1: his whole fucking name is a pun.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, hey, it's so better. It's in his name. No. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't uh, make that connection with the Robbie Thompson episode he wrote. Oh, I... Okay.
1: I've had enough of this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't want to see this guy again! supernatural writers come on what's that come on guys i thought we yeah, were all neighbor. gonna hang out come on <laughs> robbie there definitely isn't
0: loud a shit
2: i was you know i was kidding about all the stuff i said about all your episodes that was just like a funny little joke i had
1: <laughs> wasn't
2: anything like serious you know eugenie don't you want to come hang out just
0: imagine you holding a baseball bat, like hitting it into your hand. Just being like, "I want yeah, to talk. I just want to talk. I
2: just want to talk, guys." It's not going to be bad or anything. It's I almost have something nice to say about this episode. Come on, it'll be yeah. fun.
0: You'll still have your kneecaps yeah. in pieces. At
2: least one or two of them, like, it'll yeah. be great.
0: Not three though.
2: Um. Okay. So going back to Metatron. Do I think it is a good idea to have angels running around willy-nilly on the planet? And the answer is j- no. But also, like, what is Metatron doing, you know? Honestly, we know there's a back door to heaven. Do we even have to... Can we just get into heaven and, like, call it a day? I think... I don't know. What actually, but the point that I'm trying to make is he's not doing anything
0: not as far as we can see like he's like sending fucking gadrill out f- for shit
2: i f- i feel like in the past we've genuine generally had a good idea of what the big bats were doing before this right
1: yeah yeah
2: like we kind of knew i mean but
1: bo- in both in both situations like abaddon and metatron have just been kind of like fucking off in the background
2: honestly this is like the season where who give why would humanity give a shit you know like who cares we're gonna be fine i actually do think abaddon had some stuff that she said where she was like uh we're gonna take over earth so she probably was the bigger problem for like humanity yeah Metatron just wants to rule heaven. Like I'm he wants thinking, to
0: rule everything.
2: I'm thinking back to the Leviathan. We definitely, first of all, the Leviathan were a clear and present danger to humanity. They wanted to turn us into livestock and farm us. And then, in addition to that, we knew, like, most of what their plan was Yeah. about mid-season or very shortly after the mid-season. Like, we were at least somewhat aware We had we had an idea of what was going on. Hmm. but like what like what's Metatron's plan he wants Cass to raise an army against him and lead the other angels so that he can have a good story cool
0: that's a dickish way to do that But well, yeah. I,
2: I feel the stakes are high <laughs> for one thing can't wait to see the finale of season 9 where I'm sure it'll definitely make sense
1: yeah, for sure. I'm I'm sure everything, you Honestly, know, everything will just line up perfectly.
2: I'm less interested in watching the finale of season mi- 9. I'm more interested in watching Travis lose his mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what this whole show's been it about. Really has,
2: and I got to say it's been very <laughs> gratifying. No notes or oh. complaints. Can't wait to see you lose your mind over the uh, season tendency to the eleven finales as well.
0: Yeah, actually, it's just every finale.
2: Yeah, just from here on out. Every, every finale from one. here on out. But like, not in a good way, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Travis. Uh huh. The next episode is called Stairway to Heaven. What? After what we found out about this in this episode, what could it possibly be about?
1: It's called Stairway to Heaven? Okay. One fuck all the way off Supernatural. I'm tired of this shit. (laughs) Oh, God. I forgot to look at the little Netflix blurb blurb that I usually look at.
0: Do you want the IMDB Um, one?
2: Here, I'll read it. After a massive... You know, I just... Oh, you want to just go off the rails?
1: Well, actually, no. You tell me the IMDb one, because the one on SupernaturalWiki.com is pretty spoilery.
0: Here's the one from IMDb. Angels are committing suicide in Castiel's name. Sam and Dean tried to find out why. What? What? Excuse me? Travis, what's it about?
2: What's it about, Travis? (laughs) Give us the answer.
1: <sighs> Castiel opens a restaurant <laughs> that is employed exclusively by the fallen angels, and he is able to put them all in a big house together and they name the house Heaven, and that's the new Heaven, and they don't have to worry about Metatron anymore. Surprise, this is actually the ending. There's no more 23rd episode.
2: (laughs) Honestly, that's the spinoff also that I want. Okay, here's my (laughs) proposed Supernatural spinoff, and I'm combining Reverse Outlander and... What you just suggest? And, Angel, and House. Angel House. Okay, so essentially, it is a coffee shop AU, <laughs> right? Where Gavin is wandering around. He's just been dropped off in the 21st century. He has no marketable skills. He has no money. He is still wearing the most old-timey clothes. And what does he find? But a coffee shop, and he walks in, and sees the most beautiful non-binary person. And then he gets a crash course in, like, Judith Butler's gender trouble. (laughs) And he gets hired at this coffee shop, and then it's just him and this non-binary angel making coffee and running this coffee shop and, like, having these giant cinema rolls that are the size of your head. And every once in a while, someone from the main cast shows up. And then they kick him out. <laughs> and that's it. E- I love every this. Every episode is just dealing with the... There's barely anything supernatural about it, other than the fact that the non-binary character is an angel. There's barely... And you see, every once in a while, you see somebody from Supernatural in the cast. Like, every once in a while, Crowley comes and gets, like, a cup of coffee and... A scone or something. Like a blueberry scone. Not like a British scone, like an American blueberry scone.
1: Hell yeah. A good American blueberry scone.
2: Yes, absolutely. The fucking concrete that is our scones. And, you know, like, chats with his son. And and the show is kind of about them building a relationship, but... Also, Gavin not being ready to forgive his father for the abuse he put him through, even though he's got the second chance of life. And it's about him and this non-binary angel falling in love. And the angel is also dealing with, well, do I even want to go back to heaven? I've, I've built a life on Earth with this, you know, hot Scottish dude from the from the 1700s. And it's just about the ins and out of running a coffee shop. And that is it. That is the show. I'd watch I'd every watch episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would definitely watch that. I love coffee shop yes. AUs. As basic as they are, I fucking love about
2: them. About once a season, somebody finds out, somebody in the supernatural community finds out that Gavin is Crowley's son and is like, Hey, we're gonna do a kidnapping. And the non-binary angel has to, like, (laughs) swoop in and save the day, and Gavin's super turned on by it, and they fuck. Um, It's CW still, though, so we don't get to, like, see anything. It's just, like, a CW sex scene, right? You got that in your head. You know what it looks like. Um, And that is it. That is it for Supernatural shit that happens. The rest of the show is the coffee shop AU. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's my proposal. CW, hire me. Get Theo DeVade on the line. (laughs) (laughs) It'll run for ten seasons. And I'll even let you guys do a crossover with Riverdale. (laughs)
0: Alright, yeah, so, (laughs) fuck it.
2: (laughs) So, oh, and it's not set in Chicago or New York. It is instead... Set in. Do you want to guess where? Omaha. No, oh, what? No. Why would it be Tokyo. Omaha? No. New Orleans, baby. Oh, okay. It's gonna oh, be. It's gonna good. be New Orleans. New Orleans. And that's it. That's all I got.
1: My my next guess was gonna be
2: Wichita. <laughs> what, what's up with the Kansas and uh, what's up with these Midwestern <laughs> cities, huh? <laughs> You got Nebraska, you got What's going on? Hey bud, what's uh, happening?
1: You know what? I think I think a good place for it would be Des Moines.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up.
1: Okay, well, thank let's you do yeah. so
2: much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, and why would you, um, please check out our socials <laughs> at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Hey Ask But a Supernatural Podcast on Facebook. You can also visit us at our website where you'll find a link to where for one dollar a month you can join our discord it's super fun we share memes we share some laughs um or for three dollars you can gain access to the other show we do let's check ass where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are in fact not supernatural hence why we've seen all but one of the christmas prince movies uh those episodes are super fun please if you want to support the show go check those out thank you so much until next time have fun
1: die. Bye.